You're listening to Welcome to Eloma, a podcast for highly ambitious dreamers who get shit done. I'm your host, Kylie Peters. This is a space where we talk about elevating our sales strategies. So as someone who has spent a long time in marketing, sales and marketing haven't always seen eye to eye, but they are quite complementary. And as an entrepreneur who has locked in millions of dollars in sales over the years, the reality is at the end of the day, you got to get the sale to stay in business. And I met today's guest earlier this year. I loved her approach to sales. So I'm super excited for today's conversation to pick her brain a bit. Uh, We've got Dr. Donna Smith-Bellinger with us. She's joining us today. She is the sales consultant and trainer of DS Bellinger Consulting, working with owner-operated businesses with stalled or inconsistent sales, which I imagine is quite a few people out there. She has been doing this for a minute. She's been doing this for over 40 years, and she also teaches sales at Columbia College in Chicago. So let's dive in. Welcome to Eloma, Dr. Donna. Thank you so much, Kylie. I appreciate you sharing your platform with me. Well, I'm excited to have this conversation with you. We had the pleasure of speaking briefly a couple months ago, and I was just taking down notes. I'm like, I love the way she thinks. So so let's dive in and, and share some of this knowledge with everybody else. Um, Dr. Donna, you have been doing this for a minute, like we we mentioned. What are some of the biggest mistakes you commonly see people commit when they try to, and I should say commonly see entrepreneurs commit when they try to tackle sales? Absolutely. And again, thank you. Kylie, one of the things that we have a tendency to do is bring our corporate bad habits into our own personal business. When you're working in a corporation, you are representing that brand and It shows up in your introduction, right? You know, I'm a social media expert for Groupon. All right, so now who are you promoting? Yourself or Groupon? Okay. Okay, but you may change jobs five more times. You may grow over the years on those particular things. If I tried to tell you every business, every corporation that I've ever worked for it would sound like, you know, the Bible. I mean, I would go from Genesis to Revelations. It would be so (laughs) much stuff to cover. So when I talk to people, I say, hi, I'm Dr. Donna Smith-Bellinger. I work with owner-operated businesses who need to get more clients, sell more to their existing clients, and increase referrals. If these are one of your challenges, I'd love to have a conversation. So you need to remember that you are not now selling a brand. You are selling your education and your expertise. Mm. And so what you bring out to the people that you are meeting now in your networking and other outreach should focus on the value that you as an individual bring to the relationship. Not some tired old brand you used to do two, three, five years or whoever is, you know, writing the paycheck for you. Because regardless to who writes the check, you are in business for yourself. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so maybe a bit of a mindset shift from where, you know, how how we might present ourselves in corporate 
to focusing on the value you said, education and expertise that we bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else that, that you see entrepreneurs commonly make mistakes in when it comes to sales and how we're trying to grow our businesses? I, I warn my business owners not to what I call drink the Kool-Aid. You okay. do not want to be the smartest person in the room because it's not about you. Your prospects don't care. Okay. The most important thing you can do when building a relationship and creating an opportunity to present your services is to listen fully to not only the prospect, but the way that the prospect communicates mm-hmm. and then wrap your solution into their way of processing information. Case in point, if you have a person who, if you're a realtor and they say, oh, I want trees and a white picket fence and schools and children playing in the streets, you know, this person is a visual person. Whereas Uh, as a a realtor, if you have someone who says, well, how have the property values gone up? Okay, Mm -hmm. what are the taxes like? Then this person is a bean counter. That's what I call them. No offense to anybody who Mm -hmm. happens to fall into that space, but they're money driven. And so your responses have to be geared towards that. So listen very carefully to how your prospect communicates their concerns. That's a good call. Make sure that you're responding in kind. No, I, I love that because I've heard, um, you know, one of the sales tips I've heard in, in over the years is like, listen to their love language. Um, and, and, you know, from that standpoint, but I love what you're saying because this is really just listening to the way that they speak and making sure that you're giving them, it's like a one-to-one, like an apples to apples. If they're, if they're giving you an apple, give them an apple back. They're not looking for bananas or oranges, you know, and that's, what's gonna, that's gonna resonate. I love that. I love that. Um, so this goes right into my next question. Actually, you talked, uh, when we first, uh, spoke, you talked a lot about the importance of effective communication to close the deal. And I think that's kind of what you're touching on a little bit right now. Um, but what are some other ways that we can be more effective in communicating when it comes to navigating sales? One of the most important things is what I call pre-qualification. It's, okay. it's kind of a salesy term, but this is what it amounts to. How many of you, and I can't see you all virtually raising your hand, but ha- attend more events than you get appointments and have more appointments than you have clients. It probably means that you are speaking to the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as you begin to uh, step into different types of events, different types of meetings, different sponsorships, you need to make sure that the people that you are talking to value your expertise, that their need matches what you deliver to the highest level, and also that these are individuals who can afford you at your level. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things that I say, and this is no offense to anybody, because believe me, I started out as a homeless teenage mom. But 
The only thing that broke people can bring you is more broke people. So if you know what the level is of investment to work with you, those are the rooms you need to be in. Mm -hmm. Other people that you may choose to serve, that's what I call a passion project. Mm -hmm. All right. And work is what you do to finance who you want to become and who you choose to serve. But mm -hmm. job one is to keep your lights on. If you can't keep your lights on, you can't help anybody, including yourself and the people who depend on you. Yep. So job one is to keep the lights on and to grow. Number two, remember, especially in the U.S., we're a bunch of followers. We follow mm. successful people. So if you want to attract a certain level, you have to demonstrate that you are that person that they like to follow. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't follow broke people. I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah. We, we just don't do that. So when you are pre-qualifying an individual and determining if they're the right person, or if the event is the right event that you should be in. Again, this needs to be, for instance, for me, I do a lot of professional groups. Um, I belong to professional networking groups. I support professional groups. That's what I do. Why? Because that's where my owner-operated businesses are. Yeah. Okay. But if you're going to a lot of grassroots events, or if you're showing up in rooms where everybody already knows you, but they're not sending you any business and they don't have the capability of introducing you into rooms that have people that would value your expertise, mm -hmm. that's social. That's not business development. And mm -hmm. time is your most valuable asset. So make sure that you're leveraging your time properly. And that's one of the things that we as business owners don't turn into habit because we're so happy to not be dealing with all of the corporate politics that we're like, oh, I can just sit back and do whatever I want to do. Hey, how you doing? You can't do that. Yeah. And one of my favorite questions, and I start this out during my pre-qualification process, process when people want to work with me is this. How much do you need your business to pay you? Mm -hmm. Now, that's not how much do you want your business to generate? No, because mm -hmm. we know operational costs, taxes, da, 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 da. Okay, great. So how much out of that pie do you need to go directly to you? Because yeah. from that, we begin to develop your packaging, your process, um, your ideal client, all of those things. Mm -hmm. Is that helpful? Yeah. No, no, I, I'm over here taking notes. I totally agree. You know, and I think um, that speaks to, you know, Mike McCallowitz talks about profit first, where you pay yourself first. I love Mike. Yeah, no, he's wonderful. Um, and I think that's a great mindset shift for a lot of entrepreneurs you know, to your point, you know, so many of us start businesses because we know we're not the right fit for corporate world. Um, but then, you know, you kind of, you flirt with that line sometimes in terms of how we can best serve ourselves or 
you know, the flexibility and the freedom of not having to go to a nine to five. And it's like, yeah, but at the end of the day, to your point, we got to make the sale if we're going to stay in business. If we aren't making money, it's a hobby, right? And like hobbies are great, but, you know, let's keep the lights on. You do. And and one of the way you call it a hobby, I call it a job that you own. A job that you own. <laughs> it's a job that you own. You're working way too many hours. Yeah. Or far too little return. Yep. Because you're not managing it properly. And the first thing you're not managing is yourself. A hundred percent. Whenever I work with entrepreneurs, it, the first thing that we always have to address is their time. And it's like, do you have anybody helping you? Like even from an admin assistant, anything to free up some of your time. Do you have any systems, any technologies that are helping you to free up some of your time? Because you're going to be limited in terms of what you can actually accomplish because we all only have so many hours in the day. So yes, I, I a thousand percent agree with you. The Accelerator is exactly what you've been looking for. If you're either an executive woman ready to leave corporate and start your own thing, but don't know where or how to get started, or you're an existing woman small business owner and you're ready to level up your business, We've built a one-of-a-kind six-month training program with over a dozen industry experts that took me nearly a decade to assemble, and I am delivering this to you on a platter. I have lost hundreds of thousands of dollars and months of wasted time and energy over the last decade by not having these resources available to me, and I want to change the way women are running their businesses so they can make more money faster with less anxiety and fewer unreliable partners which is why we've built The Accelerator. It's time to level up and make sure you're leveraging your business to support the life you want to be living personally, professionally, and financially. Learn more at rixrixaccelerator.com. You know, we've talked a little bit about different mindset shifts here in this conversation thus far. Are there any mindset shifts you recommend entrepreneurs adapt when it comes to sales that we haven't already talked about? I have a whole workshop that I do on, on this particular topic. And in a nutshell, it's you need to know your non-negotiables. Okay. You need to know your non-negotiables. So if you started your business to make a particular amount of money, then your pricing and your products and your platform will all reflect that because mm -hmm. it's not negotiable that you're talking to people who cannot afford you or whatever. If you did it because there's a certain amount of freedom that you needed to have in your lifestyle that you didn't currently have, for instance, uh, you're caring for an ailing parent or a mm -hmm. fading parent, okay? Or your children are in school now. And maybe you're homeschooling or you have to take them to school. Your non-negotiable is flexibility in your scheduling. Mm -hmm. you know, your non-negotiable may be, I can only work four days. I mean, four hours a day, four days a week. That's non-negotiable. If you have something you want me to do and, and it's going to take eight hours a day, I'm sorry, I can't serve you. Yeah. So you need to totally understand your non-negotiables and then stand by that. Yeah. 
Because again, if you're letting the business run you, this is just a job that you own. If you know that you don't want to do sales in your business, then your non-negotiable is, I need to hire someone to help me to accomplish one, two, or three. Yeah. Because those are things I don't do well. I have to make enough revenue to pay those people in addition to paying myself and my packaging and my pricing must reflect that. Mm -hmm. But if we don't walk in understanding our non-negotiables, we're going to be miserable. It's yeah. what I call escaping to a place that needs escaping from. Oh, sad. <laughs> it's like a vicious cycle. It is. It yeah. is. We don't want to do that. That's not why you started your own business. Mm -hmm. So when you understand that and you are unapologetic about that simply the way it has to be, then that, again, helps you to eliminate people who will not serve you and yeah. who cannot serve to your highest ability. No, I I agree with that as well. You know, we in in the work we do at Rain 9, we call that defining success for yourself and getting really clear on who you are and what you want and then leveraging your business to make that happen. But to your point, we have to we have to be strong in our conviction as to why we started our business. And then we have to be willing to stand by it. And that means that we have to say no a lot sometimes. Um, but that's, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And no is a complete sentence. And I have a lot of different ways that I will tell people, no, for instance, if someone comes to me and says, Oh, I would really love for you to come and speak at our group. Really? Okay. So who's going to be in the room? And da, da 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 And then the last thing I'll typically ask is, what is the date? Because that's my get out of jail free card. Ah. If, if everything else did not fit, then when they give me the date, I can say, you know, I would love to support you in this, but I'm not available at that time. But I will help you to find someone. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Okay. So that way you leave the doors open mm -hmm. and you were still serving that person, but you know that that's not going to serve you. Yeah. Another one that you can use is, especially if it's a pro bono event, simply saying that, uh, you know, I only do four free events a year and those four events are already scheduled. Got it. You can check with me next year. Love that. Time, I have a couple of other people you can reach out to. Yep. But that's great. You need to, again, stand in your non negotiables. That's not, uh, you know, it's not an issue. Now, one of the things that I want to uh, offer to your people is if you go to my website, which is www.askdsb, like Donna Smith Bellinger askdsb.com under free resources there is a little widget you can play with to help to determine the value of your time Ooh, that's great and and it asks you things like how much money do you need to make how many weeks a year do you want to work how many hours a day do you want to work 
How productive are you? And it will give you that magic number. Nice. And don't count your client's money for them. Don't present your value as a question. All right. You know, like $2,000. No, that's uh. not, that, no, no. You know, well, I could probably do it for. No, yeah. No, you need to really be solid in, in what you do and also know the value. So that's one other thing I want to hit on real quick before we run out of time. <clears throat> one of the things that I say to my people is you must be able to consistently communicate your competence, which is your like value. That. When you have a conversation with an individual, it should flow like this. Well, what is the challenge? But ah, great. What have you already tried? Well, I tried this, I tried that. Now you find out if they invested or if they were looking for free. Hmm. Next, you want to find out <clears throat> what is it costing them not to have this problem solved? Relationships, financially, uh, raises, awards, where is it? Okay. Mm -hmm. And then you want to give them a bedtime story. That's what I always call it. <laughs> bedtime story. So, John, if I understand you correctly, you're looking to up-level your visibility within the corporation that you're working with. Yeah, great. Okay, well, you know what? I worked with a woman in STEM who felt that she was getting passed over. And during the time that she and I worked together, we were able to determine the communication style of her team members and also her up-level. And through that, we were able to elevate her visibility by communicating on a better level with those individuals. And over the course of 18 months, and this is a true story, we were able to raise her compensation by 30%. Wow. Is this the type of result you're looking for? John, yeah, that's exactly what I'm looking for. How did you do that? Go back to yourself. Well, see, that's, that's what I do for my clients, which is a nice way of saying I get paid for that. Mm-hmm. And then the following thing should be, if you communicated your value strong enough, either how can we work together or I have someone that I want you to meet. If you're not getting one of these responses in a value conversation, don't present the offer because they haven't bought into what you're able to do for them. The value that you provide should far outweigh any investment they need to make. And if you haven't sold that, don't even make the offer because you're yeah. going to start to get objections. And that is something that I call objection aversion. You're avoiding the objections. Is that helpful? Yeah, no, this is great. I'm taking notes over here. Um, no, this is awesome, Dr. Donna. Uh, I know that there's so much more that we could talk about, but your time is valuable. Um, if there's one thing that you wanted listeners to take away and implement in their businesses right now, what would that be? I think that the, the most important thing is to remember that the first person you have to sell 
on the value of your business is yourself. Mm. That way, when you make the offer and only offer the opportunity to work with you to people that you want to work with. Yeah. Okay. If they represent people that you don't like, then don't work with them. Go find somebody you enjoy being with. Mm -hmm. And, and that way you are unapologetic when you say, this is the result I deliver and this is what your investment will be. Yeah. I love that. Um, Dr. Donna, one of the questions I ask everybody who comes on the show, and I'm excited to hear your response here is what is your greatest insight or discovery about life and entrepreneurship? Um, my, my greatest discovery was actually what I led with, which is knowing your non-negotiables. Yep. Okay. That was just the most important thing for me. I am known for being uh, a straight, no chaser communicator. <laughs> Some people say I'm a little harsh. I'm not really harsh. I'm just like, I don't have time. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to no, go I ahead and play that. these games. And uh, that's what I was known for in corporate because in corporate, I led uh, male dominated sales teams and high ticket sales for over 25 years. Mm -hmm. And, and so if I'm dealing with men, I had to be a certain kind of personality. Sometimes women go, oh, but you're kind of harsh. And I'm like, if I was a man, you wouldn't say that to me, Mm. which means you're not my people. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. So just know your value know your non-negotiables and be pretty, not arrogant, But, you know, you just, that's just the way it is. Yeah, confident in that. Consistently communicating your confidence, yes. I love that. I love that. Uh, Dr. Donna, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. You've already shared uh, your website. Is there any other way you'd like people to connect with you? Well, uh, if they go to the website, they'll be able to find um, the upcoming schedule of my free webinars and also my masterclass, as well as my group coaching program. Now, I'll say this, there are some people who like to work in groups and that's wonderful. There are other people who like to have me all to themselves (laughs) and that's okay too. So let's have a conversation and to all of your people, I am willing to give you a review of your current sales process. Oh, at no so cost. Generous. And this is a conversation. I'm not going to hand you some form and say, fill this out. It's going to be just like you and I did. That's so generous. Thank you so much, Dr. Donna. Absolutely. And that's Thank all you. on the website. Awesome. And we'll make sure that that's in the show notes as well. Um, for anybody listening, if you've enjoyed today's conversation as much as I have, please go ahead and leave us a review wherever you are listening. And Dr. Donna, thank you again so much for all of your words of wisdom. Thank you so much. I appreciate being on your platform, Kylie. Thank you. If you're the owner of your business and you're looking for support of some kind, whether that's to manage the daily operational challenges that are popping up or planning for long-term strategy or just somebody to brainstorm what to do about the client or team member issue that came up today, we've got you. 
The CEO hotline is designed to manage one-on-one consulting clients and support them in whatever capacity you'd like to identify us as, whether that's coaches, consultants, advisors, doesn't matter to us. We're here to support you one-on-one and we have a limited availability and limited capacity. So definitely check it out. Learn more at rixceohotline.com. To continue learning how to better build your business and make your vision a reality, subscribe to the Welcome to Eloma email list at welcometoeloma.com.